It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard a uh, Friday edition of the uh, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Going to be a good show today. Um, Although Brady and I did most of our arguing and debating off-air I still think that the discussion is going to be a lot of fun when we get later into the uh, the program uh, and uh, do our uh, our all area teams and boys and girls basketballs. We did a first team, a second team, and some honorable mentions, and it really we were splitting hairs with some of these decisions. Yeah, and again, so the reason why we did this for basketball and not like football, football, I'll be honest, could not give you a comprehensive discussion of everyone's left guard. Could no, not yeah. tell you who everyone's free safety would be. It's kind of hard, but it's easier when there's five people, and we also got to see every team at least once. Yeah, football season, we were. Uh, the, I did mainly the Port Huron area schools. You did mainly the East China schools and Marysville. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I couldn't tell you who the top center in the area is. I could tell you a quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Yeah, maybe a linebacker. linebacker. And a couple D linemen that you said a lot of names. Yeah, but uh, other than that, yeah. So the football, much more difficult to do. Basketball, uh, again, we're not dealing with position. We're just the, yes. the five guys that we thought were, were the best, the five ladies we thought were the best, and, and then the next five. And some, t- some of these lists, like boys and girls, we had different teams because we didn't see a Croslex girls basketball game. We saw a lot of Croslex boys games. Yeah. We saw a lot of M- – well, at the end of the season, a lot of MLA City girls games – not a lot of Emily City boys games. Yeah. So it, some teams... We like, saw more BWAC boys games, so right. there are more BWAC boys players on that list as opposed to we saw... Until we saw Emily City, we saw absolutely no BWAC girls right. basketball, so that's why nobody else from the BWAC... And, like, you saw, what, Anchor Bay three or four times? Yeah. Which is more than we saw some other girls' teams, so we considered some of their girls. Um, really, it's not a set... It's just whoever we covered. Yeah, and whoever we felt confident enough to say, because I know there's some good players up in the thumb, but like we never really saw Marlette. We I saw Brown City one time, and it was against Croslack, so not a good indicator. Yeah, uh, I know Sandusky and Harbor Beach had some good teams, didn't really get to see them. So it's not that we didn't think that those players were good enough. It's we only want to kind of put out there who we saw with our own two eyes. Yeah, but before we yeah, and and New Haven. So yeah, Brandon. No, we did not put Brent Wilds on the list because we did not see him we play. We did not see his uh, – well, I mean, you saw I a saw New Haven game before a game you did. Yeah. He's a very good player and probably would have found his way on there somewhere, just never saw him play. Yeah. So, uh, that being that, we'll talk about the baseball game I saw uh, since our last podcast because I did a game on uh, Wednesday afternoon. And uh, then after that, we'll get into our uh, boys and girls uh, all-area teams to finally wrap up basketball which the girls' finals are today and the boys' finals are tomorrow for basketball. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. 
your kids, your schools, your sports. Okay, uh, I saw a very strange baseball game on Wednesday, uh, Brady, and I want to preface this. Marine City hadn't practiced. Like, they had just finished uh, tryouts, and instead of practicing, they said, uh, let's play a game. Yeah. The idea is it's better to just practice and learn that way than it is to play the game. So there were points in the ball game where you could tell you were watching a team that hadn't had any right. practice. Algonac ended up winning a back-and-forth game 10-8. to The Muskrats scored 10 runs, Brady, and had two RBIs. That's hard to do. It, 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 it was really weird. Uh, I know I, I sent you a list of, of how the runs uh, scored. And yeah, let me see if I can find that for you. It was just a, a strange ball game. If you don't have it, I know I have it. Cause... Yeah, I got it right here. So, so, yeah, I get the text. Algonac 10, Marine City 8. Muskrat scoring plays. Runner steals home. Runner scores during a pickle. Runner scores on passed ball. Runner scores on balk. Runner scores on throwing error. Runner scores on wild pitch. Runner scores on first one, RBI ground out. Where there was an error on the play, too, but the run would have scored. Uh, runner scores on throwing error, RBI double. Runner scores on wild pitch. <laughs> I mean. Sounds like a first baseball game. Sounds like a year. first baseball game uh, of, of the year. So it, it was that kind of an afternoon. The Mariners actually hit the ball pretty good. They had 11 hits. Uh, eight runs, 11 hits, but they made four errors in the field. Um, and Algonac only made one error on the day. They only had six hits to get their ten runs. Um, Bo uh, Falkenhagen uh, is a guy that I want to talk about for Algonac. Two hits. He had a double, scored a run, knocked in a run. He also pitched the first three and two-thirds innings, and it was interesting. Nobody hit him hard. No. Nobody did, hit him did hard. Did he throw hard or just hit his spots? He, he, you know, sometimes he'd bring it. A lot of uh, breaking balls and, and off-speed stuff, too. He, he mixed it up. I think he had, he had three pitches. Um, but first inning, first two guys, weak ground outs. And then all of a sudden, uh, Wyatt Walker doubles down the third baseline. And then there's a walk, and, and the bases get loaded. And he wild pitches in a run, but then he struck out Mason Walker to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And then in the second inning, gets the first two guys out, no problem, lazy pop-up and a weak ground ball. And then all of a sudden, there's two guys on base, hmm. but he pitches out of the jam. Third inning, he gets them one, two, three. Then the fourth inning, they get a, a 20 million hopper up the middle for a base hit into center. Then he hits a guy. Then there's an infield single on a ball hitting the hole at short. Um, and so the bases are loaded with nobody out. And you're thinking – Okay, Marine City's going to get to him here, right? He gets two lazy pop-ups on the infield, hmm. and then Marine City got to him. Then he walked in a run, and then there was uh, a RBI, a two-run single, and then they switched pitchers, and the next guy got a single. So it went from being 4-1 to one Algonac to 5-4 to four Marine City, and then Marine City got to the second Algonac pitcher and took an 8-4 to four lead, and you're thinking, wow, for as – Poorly as they played in the first couple of innings, Marine City's going to win this game, right? Then Algonac came to life, and they scored six runs in their last two at-bats, uh, and it was just a wild back-and-forth uh, game. Brad uh, Wisniewski is fast. Yeah. 
Uh, he's the right fielder for the Muskrats. Two hits, a walk. He scored two runs. He was one of the guys that stole home. There were two steals of home in the game. Like through with pass balls or no? The, this is uh, oh, this is the first and third, and the oh, runner goes to second, and the back runner he the on the first try. Algonac tried it twice in the first inning. Mm-hmm. On the first try, they successfully steal second, so yeah. the runner coming home gets a stolen base. Right. On the second one, they got the guy in a rundown, um, but before they tagged him out for the third out of the inning, the runner scored. He doesn't get a steal for that since they get the out on the base pass. Yeah, baseball scoring is fickle. Yes. So he just scores because there was a rundown, and it's like he scores on the, the throw or however they would I guess put that the, fall put under the defensive indifference. Or? And then um, uh, the, the same way Matt Terhoon for Marine City, who had two hits, two runs, two steals, also had a steal of home, but it was on the, a double steal gotcha. um, situation. Yeah, no, nobody did uh, a Jackie Robinson and came charging <laughs> That's down That's what the line. I was about to say. Like, wow, you had an exciting <laughs> game. Uh, Zach Tetler had a hit and drove in uh, two. He also pitched uh, an inning. He got roughed up, but I'll tell you what, he brings it. Yeah. Zach Tetler throws uh, some heat, and when he figures out his command, um, he, he'll be tough to hit again. Young player. Mm-hmm. You, you just look and you go, wow, the talent, and you forget, okay, he's a sophomore. Let's – Give them till next right. year before we, you know, dub them uh, the next Badoo. Um, <laughs> so, Charles Tigert had a hit, drove in uh, two runs, but in all honesty, he, he struggled in the, the field. Uh, and Wyatt Walker had two hits, including a double. He knocked in uh, a couple of runs. It was a fun game. It was a strange game. It was a long game. Yeah. Uh, but it was a first game of the season where one team hadn't had a, had a practice, uh, and the Algonac coaches were telling me, you should have seen us on the weekend when we played our first game. We looked like Marine City. We were kicking the ball everywhere. It was It's April baseball is the way you put it. So how was doing uh, the first baseball game on Get Stuck on Sports? Uh, it was fun. Had a beautiful day for Had it. Had a, a gorgeous day for it. We're supposed to have another gorgeous one today. And we have what? Uh, baseball and a softball game tonight? Yep. Uh, I'll, I'll go back to Algonac and see softball, Northern against Algonac. Uh, I'm interested in this um, because I'm not quite sure everything that the Huskies have this year, but I know Shagney will be good. Mm-hmm. I, I know Ali Shagney will be good. And I'm being told the Stevenson girl for Algonac is the real deal really and i got good intel on that from a guy who coached her in travel ball uh, and he said she might be the best player in the BWAC. wow wow that's that's a big uh expectations big praise and that's a family of athletes because they had two stevensons during the football run mm-hmm. that that could play and uh, yeah i i heard that uh stevenson can throw darts and that she's just a, a real good player. So I'm excited to see Algonac and Northern in softball today. And you'll get to see Marysville and Marine City. And the, the Mariners got that first one under their belt and probably yeah. had a good practice yesterday. Well, and s- they get to be at home. And I get to see the Marysville three games, I think, or at least the doubleheader against Yale was the second one said TBD. So at least Well, it's because they play at 11 o'clock, and, and then, then like I think they put 1 o'clock down as the second yeah, game. Yeah, 15 or two minutes o'clock. after the yeah. next one. Um, so I'll get to see Marysville a lot. That'll be fun. Um, but no, Marine City, Marysville, that's always going to be a fun one. Again, early season matchup, so it's not, you're not going to see them throwing their aces for 105 pitches. But 
It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun game. It's gonna be a gorgeous day out. I'm excited for it. And Marysville has some players that we really want to see play. Well, Smayfield is so good, and Zach Meyer might be the best catcher in the area. Yeah, and then you have uh, Maceo Miller. And there's a lot of question marks with the Marysville team. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see who those other hitters will be, where they'll shake out defensively. It's gonna be a good early test because just the way the schedule worked out we've seen Marysville like a dozen times yeah uh and and I and I saw your your guy for Marine City he was their second pitcher yeah uh and and for he got the first six guys that he faced and then in his third inning of, of work uh he did give up three runs but but again there were some errors in there so yeah Riley Cass yeah right Riley the lefty Riley, Riley he he's he's small I'm gonna tell you what Elkanak had a kid smaller than him though pitched in the game he they didn't have the grades he had to be a freshman yeah he had to be a freshman but anyways uh we had a a a lot of uh, fun with that and uh again marine city uh is not like when they've had their work in Mm -hmm. and they hit the ball well you know that the teams both teams you saw uh yesterday two days ago yeah um are gonna be a lot better than the teams you see in a month. Yeah. Because, again, the Walkers, they can hit. Um, Tetler, I think, can hit. And they have speed. He's he's got a great arm. They've got speed. Terhune can fly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I think you're going to have fun today, uh, and I think you'll have fun tomorrow because I don't think Yale is bad either. No. No, I know they – I think uh, Northern beat them the other night in – in the late innings, they took yeah. the lead. So, basically, you're going to see Marysville baseball three in a row. I'm going to see Northern softball three in a row because I'm going to go to Elmont on Saturday. Uh, the Huskies play a doubleheader there. Mm-hmm. So, and then in our next segment, we're going to do everyone's favorite thing that everyone will agree on, all area teams. Oh, yeah, everybody's going to agree on this. God, and I mean, it's a little easier for us than someone like Folsom who has to put it in writing. You can at least he- – like, it's easier when you hear context compared to reading it because, I mean, we went back and forth for probably 10 minutes on a cup on just, like, one spot. Like, we're like, okay, is this person in the first team or second team? And we're like, well – and really, there was a lot of valid arguments either way. Uh, let me do this just real quick. I won't take a lot of time on it. But uh, I wanted to tell you how teams that knocked our teams out did in basketball. Start with the ladies. Lance Cruz North took out Northern and PH in the district. They ended up losing in the quarterfinals to Renaissance, a team that PH beat. Who's in the state championship And Ren- Yeah, Renaissance is playing Hudsonville today in the uh, D1 final. Uh, in D2, Country Day, who took out Imlay City, lost in the semifinals to Nuego, 55-39. to Nuego's playing Portland in the final today. We didn't have anybody in, in D3, but Grand Grass Lake Kent City is the final, and I mentioned that because the two teams are forty and one combined. Eh, so that's why, why they lose a the game. That should be a good one. Uh, and in D four, uh, Waterford Lakes, who took out Cardinal Mooney uh, in the playoffs, lost in the quarterfinal to uh, Summerfield, forty four twenty one. Summerfield's been eliminated, uh, and uh, Fowler and Bel Air is the girls' D four final, which is actually I think going on as we're recording. Uh, the boys. Uh, it was De La Salle beating Dakota, 
68-33 in a quarter final. And then De La Salle lost. Yeah, De La Salle lost. Ann Arbor, Huron, and Grand Blanc is the final in D1. Uh, in the semifinals, Ferndale lost to Grand Rapids Catholic Central in D2, uh, 81-55. That was close, though, through three, you said? Yeah, it was like 48-44 through three, I think. And so uh, Grand Rapids Catholic Central put it on him in yeah, the fourth quarter. apparently. Uh, and they're playing uh, Battle Creek. I wonder if they could have uh, done anything to stall that offense. <laughs> I would have held them. They got outscored 33-11 to 11 in the fourth quarter, Jeez. so. I, w- I would have stalled. Uh, Grand Rapids Catholic Central, Battle Creek, Penfield is the uh, D2 final. D3 final is Beecher against Iron Mountain. Don't care that Iron Mountain's 19-0. Crosslex would beat them. I want that <laughs> if game. If they beat Beecher, you have to admit they're legit. I want that game. Crosslex would beat Beecher, too. Mm, Beecher's pretty good. Yeah, anyway. Beecher's pretty good, but Crosslex is better. Uh, quarterfinal in D4 is where Douglas beat Southfield Christian. 68-56, to 56, and Douglas made it all the way to the finals where they're playing Wyoming, Wyoming Tri-Unity Christian because D4 teams, it's a rule. They can't have one name. <laughs> it's a state rule. If you're in D4, you have to have at least 14 names. I'll take a break, and uh, we'll uh, go ladies first with our all-area basketball teams. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 850-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. 
Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and Brady, and uh, let's do our all-area. I don't. Do I want to call it the all-area, or do all I just want to call it the all-get-stuck-on-sports? Because, yeah. Again, it's the kids we saw. Yeah, so they all get stuck on sports, starting with the girls. And you want me to go, or do you want to go? Go ahead. Let, let, let's. All right. Let's so start. we didn't see this girl play until very late in the season, but when we did, she was as advertised, if not better. We uh, one of the first names we put on the list: Mary Langeman from Emily City. Um, she was unbelievable. Uh, another girl that 25 and yeah. a quarter final game. And yeah, she had games like that all year long. Yeah. Um, another girl who, as she went, the team went, uh, Christina Bohm she, from St. Clair. She just, she would, when she was scoring, no one was stopping her. Like when she got on, she was a little inconsistent at times. Like there are games where you're like, Oh, well they took her away. So they didn't really score as much. But when she's on, she's one of the best scorers in the area. Yeah. And she's then tough to, you, tough to defend. You and, saw this next girl. I didn't. And one of the reasons we put them uh, on there is because you saw them so many times. Genevieve Decker from Anchor Bay. Maybe my favorite her. player in the area. Really? Yeah. I just – I like the way she plays. Very uh, – and, and she can do a lot of things in the basketball court. So this next girl um, – a little bit of good, for, I guess, bad fortune, but good for her getting up here. When Emma Trombley went down, I thought, and I think you agree, Julia Gilbert was the one that had to step up and become their as much of a go-to player as they had because PH had a lot of really uh, a lot of good players, and I thought Julia Gilbert stepped up during her Mac Red run and played well against some really good competition. Yeah, 
I, I just think this is a really talented basketball player who's got uh, even better things to come in the future. And then we got, we went, uh-oh, we have hard. one spot left. And we named, what, four or five different names that we yeah. could have put there? Yeah. Um, they all ended up on the second team. But eventually, at, I mean, this was probably what? Yeah, after a spirited debate. 15, we didn't yell at each no, other, but, but we, we, we both, really and, weighed the factors. And, and we made – there was solid points. Like if someone said, no, we put the other girl up here – I wouldn't argue, but we ended up going with Ali Shagney as the last member of the first team, and I think the biggest deciding factor was she had to play in the MAC Red, where she didn't get an off game, and she was doing it against Gross Point North and South and Dakota and Eisenhower. Yeah. And, See, and, and this and was PH. the point where Brady kind of swayed me because I was leaning towards a different player, and, and Brady's argument was, well, if Allie played in one of the lower divisions, she'd scored 25, maybe 30 points a game, and I'm like, you know, you're probably right. So the first person we put on the second team was the, fir- was the last cut of the first team, Caitlin Kane, who was amazing all year. She's a great player. She's, I mean, again, splitting hairs to why she wasn't first team. Um, I mean, you saw her a lot. She scored kind of at will at times. Yeah, yeah. She was. She's when she decides to get into the paint, um, she's a freight train. Yeah, and she was the. She main. dares you to get in her way because she's just going to run you over. Yeah, she and she's going to be back next year, and I don't think there's going to be any doubt she's going to be one of the first teamers next year. I mean, she's a really good player. The next player probably would have been on the first team and would have made our. Decision well, I think even she harder. definitely would have been on the first team, but she got hurt. Emma Trombley, we gave her the second team nod because she did play enough, but and she is just a super player. Yeah. You can't leave her off the list. But you miss, what, more than half the season? Way more than half yeah. the season. It's kind of hard to put you on the first team when you're not on the court. Not that her ability isn't good enough. I mean, geez, imagine if we had to throw her into the list. Who do we knock? Well, I'm sure Julia Gilbert doesn't have to play the minutes she does and do what she had to do. So It would have been hard to take somebody off the first team, but you almost, I think, would have had to. Yeah. Um, the next one, another PH girl, Jocelyn Williams. Uh, again, when Emma Trombley goes down, she stepped up in a big way. She was she flew around all over the court. She could score when she needed to. They started to get it to her in the low post, and maybe the best defender uh, girls basketball that we saw. Uh, she's a big for me. What I like about her, I call her the X factor player. All the little things that don't show up on the stat sheet, but that you have to have done in a game to be a consistent winner Mm -hmm. she does those things yeah um and then the next one Camille Keys from Northern she I mean she was consistently putting up the numbers she needed to what about 10 12 points a night it seemed like yeah when she got hot shooting like you saw her in the district she was one of the main reasons why they were in that game against Lonson. Well, I, I thought she actually had a a great district I uh, of the games that I saw during the regular season Camille didn't really have a big game. Um, but in the postseason, I thought she really stepped up her play. Uh, and not only did she score, but I thought she made the other players on the team better players. And that's what you want from your star players. You want them to make everybody around them a little bit better. 
and and I thought she did that in the, in the postseason. And and yeah, when she's streaky, everybody's streaky. But when she's hitting threes, mm-hmm. she's as good as anybody. Yeah, yeah. So she makes the second team, and then this is another one that for the last spot on the second team. She, yeah, we had about eight names. Yeah, and I the one we finally kind of settled on was Madison Landshut of PH. Um, again, we'll go through our honorable mentions of everyone we kind of mentioned for this, but that's uh, that was the final one, a really good role player. Um, I mean, your PH, you don't do as well as you do without a lot of very talented players. So before we get to the honorable mention, the first team, Mary Langham and Christina Bohm, Genevieve Decker, Julia Gilbert, Ali Shagney. Second team, Caitlin Kane, Emma Trombley, Jocelyn Williams, Camille Keys, Madison Lanshu. And then you want to go through the honorable mentions? Well, honorable mentions, um, we went with uh, a couple of kids from Marine City, Chloe Austin, who uh, we both think is a, a real good basketball player, but this year just didn't really put up the big numbers. And also had like two-thirds of her season wiped out. Yeah, uh, that was that was the other part about it, is they didn't get to play as much as they should have. Uh, and Layla Comment is also a very – Talented player. I, I think it was uh, Coach uh, Laboon uh, called her the best female athlete at that school. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. Uh, Jersey McGregor from Port Huron Northern uh, absolutely could have been on uh, uh, the, uh, the first or second team. Um, a great post uh, player. I wish they threw the ball down in the post to Jersey more because I think she could do that serious year. damage. Uh, Morgan James. Is a sensational uh, like is do we call her a role player? Like I mean, yes, just in the fact that she's kind of she's a starter, yes. but she can score if they need her to score. She rebounds. She gets on the deck when she needs. Yeah, to. she she plays good defense. Just just a real solid uh, player. Lily Langeman, because her last name is Langeman, no, but because she's a good player. And we <laughs> didn't see enough of Emily City to – I mean, we saw Mary Langeman, and we went, okay, yeah. she's she's yeah. great. But the other girls on Emily City, Lily Langeman, Kayla Rosen, Abby Thibodeau, um, all very good players. We just didn't get to see enough to kind of stack it up in comparison. Um yeah, because we just saw him at the end of the year, but Mary Langman was so good, we just went, it's it's clear and obvious. And then I'm going to mention one more player. It's a player you didn't see, um, and I only actually got to see her one time because she was hurt the other times uh, or out. I don't know if she was injured or if it was a COVID thing, but she was out most of the times that I saw Anchor Bay play. But uh, had I seen her play every time I saw Anchor Bay, Taylor Wolf not only would have been somewhere on the list she might have been a first teamer yeah so that's that's who we have i'm, I'm you can send your uh hate mail to dennis at getstuckonsports.com <laughs> and complain about it but brady made most of the picks yeah <laughs> if you didn't like them brady made most of the picks if you think they're terrific they were all my decisions yeah and it's hard because there wasn't as many like unbelievable superstars. There were a lot of very good players in this area. And something else I want to mention, Marysville and St. Clair each had a lot of really nice players that all did a role together. Like, I mean, we went through the list of Marysville players and St. Clair players. Like St. Clair, Alexis Joshua, Lore, Gottler. All are good players. I we just couldn't put them yeah, on the and, second. And, and team. then we, we debated whether we should do like a watch list of the players that we think are gonna star next year. Yeah. And a lot of those kids 
ended up on like in that discussion. Like Marysville. I mean, we could go through and list. Well, they've up. got three or four. Like Avery Walters is going to be a good player, I think. Um, and, and Megan Winston. Miller. Miller, yeah. Let me see if I can pull up an old game. I mean, you look at it. Um, Winston, Smith, Oles, Kane's coming back. Um, Walters, like you said, Miller. You have Powers on there. There's a lot of good players that they might not score. And, and everybody that you just mentioned is playing next year. Yeah. They're, they're coming back. Um, and, 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 again, you could just keep going and going. Jaden DeLong is another player that we didn't mention that is in this conversation. We didn't mention Kitely, who mm-hmm. we both think is uh, a Clint. better player than the numbers show. Right. Like, they don't score that much or whatever, but they defend well, and they could score if they were asked to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that those are all the, the first team, all your girls. I'll tell you, it's not an easy list to make. No, yeah, when you when you get into it, it it's like, yeah, this 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 is why Folsom lets the fans vote. <laughs> but jeez, I mean, you could I mean, you could make an argument to move some girls from second team to first, but you go, "Okay, well, she's a first team player. Okay, who do you knock off?" Yeah, and you could also make the argument to add other girls, but I didn't see like uh Gibbard play for Sandusky, mm-hmm. but every night she was their leading scorer. Right. North Branch had some good girls. We saw them one time. Yeah. So that's kind of what factors into it. It was who did we see enough that we could make a fair determination. So, and I think we got, I think we got all the right names in the right spots. I mean, again, splitting hairs with with some, you could flip a coin with a couple of these names, but Mm -hmm. we have our reasons whether you like them or not. Yeah. <laughs> but, again, it's a lot easier for you, the listener, to make your pick because you have something vested in the player that you want there. Yeah. They play for your team. They're your kid. They're well, your grandkid. You look at the boys. Whereas, I will tell you, the first team was easy until the fifth, fifth one. I thought there was a definitive top four, and then everything after that was – Felt like rolling dice. Yeah, I, I, I the first and and the second team, I thought there were a lot of difficult decisions, and uh, there you could make an argument. Every kid we put an honorable mention for the boys, you could make an argument for them mm-hmm. to be a, a first or a second team. And uh, the one thing before you go to break, I thought it was funny when we were debating one selection, you go. Do you just want to flip for it? <laughs> because we're like – It was that tough. Yeah. I felt the same way when we were going back and forth between Shagney and Kane. Who's, yeah. Who gets that fifth first team spot and, and who's the first second teamer? Like, uh, you could have gone either way there, and then you, you won me over with the Mac Red Yeah, and argument. that's no fault of Caitlin Kane. She no. has to play who's against her, but – And I think Caitlin Kane would do just fine in the Mac Red. She, yeah, but you're splitting hairs, and you have to go with what's in front of you. Yeah. All right, so we'll take a break, and we'll talk about our uh, boys' selections next.
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They are open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, Dennis and Brady, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast on a Friday, a controversy Friday. Oh, yeah. I hope you guys are uh, getting your pitchforks and torches ready to come storm Dennis and I at our games tonight to tell us what an awful job we did with with the awards. Um, This is not easy. No. Well, for the, the, the top of the Get Stuck on Sports boys first team, I thought, I mean, we said four names right away and we're like, yeah, they're the best four, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, if anyone has an all blue water or whatever team and it doesn't have Tyler Jameson on the list, they're wrong. You weren't watching basketball. And they don't know what they're talking about. He's sensational. Also, if you don't have a list with Hunter Soper on it, I mean, go back to last podcast. I listened to it, or I, I, I went on a speech about how Hunter Soper – should at least at least be getting Gleak looks. Yeah. Like yeah, he is. No, it, it's it's ridiculous that somebody hasn't locked this kid up. Yeah. Um, so I mean what what more to say about I feel like we just glossed over him, but what's more to say about those two? Oh, we we've been talking about those guys since before basketball season started. Yeah. Um next on our list was DeMarco Singleton. I mean, he set the Marysville record for points in a game. He was unbelievable. Marysville lost one game that, well, one game with a varsity team this year. And, I mean, he's just, yeah, he's the real deal. Again, talked about him at nausea. Number four, Tyler Johnson. I mean, you put him on most other teams in the area, not named what? Cross, Lex, or Northern. Maybe Marysville. And he's their number one scoring option. He, the offense runs through him. He just happened to be playing with the best player in Croslex history, and he's, I don't know the whole history, a top five player in Croslex history. Yeah, everywhere else uh, in, in, in our area, he's a 20.12 rebound guy a night for other teams because those other teams would need him to do mm-hmm. that, and he'd be able to do that. And then we got to the fifth spot, and we went, okay, let's go from, through. From, from this selection – all the way through the second team to, like, the first three to four names on the honorable mention list, this was impossible. You could almost put them in a hat and, and, and pick them out. Yeah. Um, so we went back and forth on this, and this is a kid we actually only saw, what, three times this year, but he is legit. Um, Connor McKenzie and all from three Armada. times were against Cross Lex. Well, so the one time he played uh, Emily City, yeah, in the district. But we saw him against the best competition, and he, outside of the first one, played well. Um, he's a big. He breaks backboards. He does it all, and um, he. I mean, again, splitting hairs was the last guy at. Our first team. So the first team, Jamison, Soper, Singleton, Johnson, Connor McKenzie. Yeah, and, and there was some debate here because there's another big I mean, that I like a lot. There's, And I, I know you like him too. Looking at the second team, you, you could make a realistic argument for four or all five of the second teamers to be in that spot. And the first one we put, we're like, okay, he has to be second team if he's not first. Jake Townsend. The junior from Croslex, um, 
one of the better shooters. He had that swagger about him when he was out there. He kind of ran the offense offensively um, or handled the ball offensively for them, distributed it. Sometimes he got a little too cute with some no-look passes, <laughs> but he was their third scoring option and one of the reasons why other teams just couldn't seem to crack Crosslex because you try to take away Hunter and Soper, Jake Townsend's going to score 20-some. Yeah, and it's not just that because he's a great defender too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just a great athlete. Like, he's the quarterback on the football team. He's going to pitch for baseball, and, you know, yeah, he's he's just a, a great athlete, um, and, and he carries that over onto the basketball court. He's an athlete and a basketball player. Now, a, another kid, the next one we put down, I mean, some people might say he's victim of, well, the people might say, oh, well, he only does it because of who he plays with. But Ryan McNeil at Northern, I think we – I said that once, and then he's dropped 25 points in a spectacular performance. Um, he scores, he rebounds, he affects shots. He kind of does it all, and he was another guy we thought, do we put him on the first team? Because he was legit. Yeah, he's, he's a 15-15 guy every night when he wants to be. Yeah. Um, and, 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 again – you can say, oh, well, Jamison gets him the ball or everybody's paying attention to Jamison. You still have to get to the spot, and you still have to make the shots. Yeah. And, and you still have to box out, and you still have to get the rebounds. You still have to play defense. And you still have to play defense. All right. And, 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 and again, uh, he, he does a great job. The, the other big uh, – and, and, again, it was tough for me between who's the best big in the area, McKenzie or Dallas. I really like Larry to Dallas. And you kind of put your foot down. You're like, he's going on the second team. Yeah, he, he, if he's not a first-team guy, he's, Dallas. he's definitely a second-team guy for me. Yeah, I mean, when they played well, he played well. Offensively, defensively. I mean, you saw the, the dunk he had against, what was it, Shrine, and the block he had that preceded the doink play. <laughs> um, so, Larry to Dallas, yeah. dunk Dallas. Blo- block shots. Um alters guys' shots when they, they get inside and, you know, they, they miss because they're like, ah, he's going to block it. I've got to adjust. And then they get all jacked up and miss the shot. Uh, he rebounds uh, offensively. Yeah, he's a dunk machine. And the other thing he does for a big kid, he's one of the best free throw shooters in the area. Mm-hmm. And this next kid, we had to kind of put the team into perspective because they were in the shadow the whole year. We put Eric Ketting on here from Armada. We, we, cause I, I think I said to you, I go, Dennis, this team is undefeated against teams not named Crosslex. Like, they are a really, really good team that was in the same conference and district as a generationally good team, an all-time team. You don't do that with just one good player in Connor McKenzie. Eric Ketting, and the, the one thing that impressed me the most about him wasn't the points, wasn't how he handled the ball. It was down 30 in a district championship game, you would have thought it was a one-point Ferndale-Croslex overtime quarterfinal game, the way he was flying around the court. And that just stuck in my head. Um, he was – and he scored a lot in that game, and that's why we put him on there is because, again, the times we saw him were against an all-time great team. So then we had one last spot on the second team <laughs> – and we had literally, like, I think it was seven names. I think before we had, we put down Townsend and McNeil, and then we go, okay, we have three spots left. And then we listed, like, what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine names 
for three spots. And we went, uh-oh, this is going to be tough and make people angry. Yeah. But after lengthy debate and discussion, um, we finally agreed that the uh, final spot on the second team is going to go to Trey Kolakovich of Crosslex. For nothing else, his defense. And then the point you said that swayed me, and I don't know how I forgot this, he put up 13 points in a quarterfinal game against a really good Ferndale team. And Kolakovich is not a scorer first. He was the BWAC Defensive Player of the Year as a sophomore. And he had to lock up some really, really good guards. And it's hard to, at least in numbers, put down um, efficiency like with that. But... I, yeah, it was tough. Uh, Kolakovich is our last second teamer, so our second team, Townsend, McNeil, Dunk, Dallas, Ketting, and Kolakovich. And then we had, what, six names that we were like, they, they're they good enough to be a second team. Yeah, at least. Uh, and some of them, again, some of them you could make an argument that they could have snuck in on the, the first team and maybe in another year. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we went with uh, the, in no particular order. Yeah, either. the honorable mentions. Um, let's go Parker Lewis, Imlay City, who is a, a scorer. He, he was bothered with some inconsistency during the season, but when he scores, he scores big. Yeah. These next two, like, you, you feel like they should be on a first or second team, but there just wasn't room for them. Yeah, like Evan Woodard – from Marysville, and Larry Smayfield from Marysville. I'm going to put them together, kind of victims of circumstance. Evan Woodard is really good, but he plays a position where you've got uh, Jamison, Townsend, Kolakovich, this guy, that guy. Um, uh, we're, we're going to get to another name here on the list in, in just a, a second. I, I mean, it's it's we're splitting hairs, and it's just so tough. But these are good players who have to be mentioned in our area as good players. Larry Smayfield is another one. What's the, the difference between Smayfield and McNeil? Again, right. it's splitting hairs. Because you, you say, okay, Marysville lost one game with a varsity team, and they only have one player on the first or second team. That's a very legitimate complaint. Like, you look at that. I mean, again, if we did this again and you had Ketting and, I don't know, Kolakovich on the honorable mention and you put Woodard and Smayfield on the second team, would that many people, like, would many people go, why did you do that? Like, you can very easily switch those names out, and I don't think a lot of people are up in arms. No, but the one thing that I'll say about Larry Smayfield that maybe hurts him, and maybe it shouldn't, maybe we should be more impressed by it, is that he does what he does and you don't even notice. You're like at the end of the night going, oh, Larry had 14 and 12 rebounds. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't remember saying his name that much. <laughs> but yeah. he did it, and he, does, and he does that every single night. And – yeah, he. The only thing that the biggest thing that hurt him is he'd score like eight points in a row, and then he wouldn't score for like two quarters. That would be the one knock. Um, a kid you really like, I saw him one time, Trent Rice. I love Trent Rice. He, I think uh, this is a great little basketball player. He just explodes to the basket, challenges big men to stop him when he gets in, into the uh, the paint. Uh, and uh, I mean, I I saw him score a couple of twenty point games this year um he shares the basketball with his teammates tenacious uh, on defense uh he he and uh, julio are a really effective backcourt 
at Cardinal Mooney. And again, they're Cardinal Mooney, so nobody sees them, nobody talks about them. But Trent Rice is a kid people should talk about. Yeah, and then the last two honorable mentions that I think would have been very respectable second teamers, Sage Solanic and Joey Knoll from Croslex. They don't get the shine they get because they're the fifth and sixth options. Yeah, on they great- don't get the shine because there's Soper, Johnson, and Kalakovich and Townsend. And Townsend there. Uh, uh, again, for any other team in the area, these are guys that do Play a 20, lot more minutes a night. and get noticed a lot more. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're at. Again, send your complaints to Dennis at GetStuckOnSports.com. <laughs> Um, I you're know really chickening out on all these decisions that and, and you made that upset people. You're, you're the one that says, oh, it's getstuckonsports.com. Yeah. So. It is. It is. Um, so if you like the picks, that was me. If you don't like the picks, that was Brady. <laughs> That's kind of how that works. Like, I feel like I could come back to it again, and I would have different answers, and then I'd come back again, and I'd have different answers. Here's the thing, though. I think we'd have the same names. Yes. We'd have the same names, but we might put them in a different order. Yeah. Yeah, because... So that's why I'm saying this wasn't easy, but we do it because we're neutral. Yes. And <laughs> we saw a lot, again, Marysville, I, I, in principle, you go, well, Marysville went, whatever, they went 12-1. They should have more than one person on the first two teams. And then you go, that makes sense. Okay, who do you knock out? Yeah. And here's the other thing that's going to happen. I'm going to be driving to Algonac today to do softball, and you're going to be driving to Marine City to do baseball, and a name is going to pop in your head and go, oh, man, we forgot them. Because we saw a lot of basketball players. Yes, we did. All right, anything else? You just want to let them know where we're at again before and we – And Folsom, we didn't put Wiles on there because we didn't see him play. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's going to be his first tweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let them know I'm where we're going to be. I'm good if you're good. I'm going to be in Algonac uh, today, 4.30 first pitch uh, as uh, Port Huron Northern and Algonac meet in girls softball. And, uh, Brady, you are? I am going to be at Marine City tonight. Marysville takes on the Mariners, and I believe Marysville's opening day. Um, that will be at 4.30. And then tomorrow starting at 11, I have a doubleheader from Marysville. Yale takes on the Vikings at at Marysville. And Brady's got baseball. I've got softball tomorrow. Two more Northern games. They'll be on the road at Elmont for a doubleheader that starts at 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. All right. You'll start at 11. I'll start at 1. I'll get done before you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> send it home, Dennis. I'm going to send it home uh, as soon as I can do this. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.